This episode of Pompey Talk is brought to you in association with Portsmouth.co.uk. If you want to stay in the know about everything that's happening in Portsmouth, from news to culture to food, of course sport and Pompey, take out an online subscription with the Portsmouth News website today at Portsmouth.co.uk forward slash subscriptions. Not only do you get unlimited online access to award-winning reporting, but with fewer ads and free access to our digital edition and mobile app, you get all the Portsmouth you need. Our trial offer starts at just £1 a month for the first three months. It's been another busy week at Pompey, which guarantees another action-packed edition of Pompey Talk. So what's on the agenda this time? Well, we look back on Tuesday night's 3-1 victory at Lincoln. We discuss John Marcus's form and ask the question, are the Blues finally getting the best out of the striker? We debate formations, with another important question thrown into the mix. Why is it taking Kenny Jackett so long to alter his formations? And finally, of course, there's FA Cup action this weekend at Ipswich. Do you want to see Pompey progress or concentrate on the league? Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy it. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Pompey Talk. A slightly different format this week. We're without Neil Allen and, and Jordan Cross, so it's 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 Team C and D, if it's, you want. It's, well, it's isn't the it? Papa John's Trophy team, isn't it? The Papa John's <laughs> Trophy team. Did you see that thing? Did you see the tweet they put out today celebrating Pompey's victory with Papa John's sponsorship yeah, all over it against Sunderland? It was ridiculous, wasn't it? it was... I'd, I'd, if I was checking trades, I'd be uh, it's, uh, making sure a legal battle ensues over that. I mean, I know they're not sponsors anymore, but technically they were the sponsors for that year, wasn't Exactly, it? like, they just, <laughs> just can't decide to, to Photoshop your, all your imagery over all the sponsorship and claim the Papa John EFL trophy win, the Pompey at Wembley, all that there. Like, that's just crazy. No, yeah. no, definitely not. Now to the three sponsors there has been. Checker Trade Trophy is actually the best, isn't it? Over Leeson.com and Papa John's. It's just getting worse and worse, isn't it? I know, I know. <laughs> it's, next it's going to be called the Neil Allen Played Up Pompey 3 EFL <laughs> Trophy. The one that they'll all want to win. So, even though Papa John's are desperate for publicity after that stunt that they pulled and they've clearly got the naming rights now, unfortunately, we are giving them that publicity when deep down at I, I just love to do that there like That's so but it's a it's a bit of a, com- a comedy of yeah yeah anyway anyway so yes we, <laughs> bar that there it's it's myself Mark McMahon and Will Rooney holding the fort today um I think well it'd probably be better just me and you anyway then to talk a load of drivel anyway <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Neil's been Get talking to Bill for twenty years as he uh, stated in Portsmouth.co.uk as oh. he uh, stated his uh, his favourite stories during his time working at the news. Which uh, I mean, some of them were fairly interesting, I suppose, weren't they? Some of them with little insight into uh, into the roles that we have and some of the 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 um, the pleasure the, that we get out of the job, I guess, and the um, the benefits the as well. It was more like the difficulties we find ourselves in. Getting into... I mean, you look back then fondly, though, don't you? I mean, at the time, you, you don't like it, but you can have a good laugh out about it when you uh, yeah. when you look at it back in hindsight. But yeah, some of the um, some of the benefits that we do get, some of the job, obviously, some of the trips, etc., which is uh, it makes it worth it at times when it is a struggle, especially during the, the lockdown periods that we 
endures. Yeah, how long, how long you've been at the sport? You've been on the sports desk for about four years now. Yeah, you've, yeah you're 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 going to be doing your you're going to be doing your five year celebratory <laughs> about three and a half. I think so. yeah, the same. I haven't had a bad few years. When I first came in, it was the uh, League Two title uh, season. I was there at Notts County, which was my first away game. So I can't moan at that. Can't moan at Wembley. A couple of years later, and another trip to Wembley to boot, and maybe another promotion this year. Who knows? Another trip to Wembley for the Papa John's AFL trophy. There you go. <laughs> if we don't get a free pizza by the end of this here, I ain't going to complain. I agree. Um, but, okay then, well, so, yes, me and you today, we'll get a wee bit more sensitive of you, I like to think. Um, let's see, where we'll start. Let's start with the victory at Lincoln on Mon- or Tuesday night. A good response then from the, the Charlton defeat at Fratton Park. Excellent response, Wayne. Yeah, I think against Charlton. I don't think it was as bad as previous defeats this season to like to Wigan and uh, Wigan Doncaster even Shrewsbury was poor wasn't it even though that was a goalless goalless stalemate but yeah they bounced back superbly again at Lincoln as we we know it's been you know nearly two years since Pompey suffered back to back league defeats. Funny Kenny Jackett's speaking to him on Thursday he said that um, he just thinks that they go through it really concisely the, the previous games and make sure that they get the game plan right for the next game. Let's face it, he knows that Pompey are going to lo- lose more games this season. You'd be a fool not to think that they're not going to suffer a couple more defeats. But it's about bouncing back and showing the character, and that's what they did at Lincoln. 3-1 win, fully deserved again. Away, away from home, they just look immense this season, Pompey. They just look faultless. The game was wrapped up 3-0 when Lincoln got back into it. But even after that, Lincoln hardly most of the chance on goal. I can't really remember anything bad the, the chance that they had. Um and Pompey could have scored more. Uh, they were they were ramping throughout. They were showing the attack and cohesiveness again that they've lacked at home. They look ruthless as John Marquis said. It, it could have been about five or six, and even Michael Atkinson said that at the end of the game. So a very a very thorough victory against the side who you think might be there or thereabouts this season. They look like they might be the surprise package, Lincoln. What do you put, uh, bar the Charlton defeat, obviously, which was a bit of a blip in a, in a recent good run of form, what are you putting this down to? Because it, didn't, it doesn't seem that long ago that we were actually threatened that this is going to be one of those seasons where Pompey might, can't, couldn't even hit a barn door, let alone the back of a net. So what what has changed for you? Obviously, the formation seems to be a big part of that there, is it? Definitely the formation, Eddie, just look more cohesive. They don't look as industrial going forwards anymore when they were playing that four two three one, especially at home. It was just regimented, it wasn't it? Get it to the wide man, get a cross into the box, and hopefully it lands on the edge of the striker. And against Doncaster, it was stark how easily and Jack had admitted at the end how easily the two defenders at Doncaster, Wright and Anderson, just mopped everything clear. And I think they had one chance of goal with Ellis Harrison, maybe not as wise against Doncaster. Otherwise, it was so poor. Same against Wigan. Same against Shrews, but he couldn't remember hardly any guilt-head chances on goal. So, definitely formation. Obviously, Pompey's home form needs to pick up. I think playing away from home benefits them now because when you're playing a 4-4-2, you used to have, you've got to accept that you're going to have less of the ball because you don't have as many bodies in midfield. And Pompey are better on the counter-attack. I think I think they look more dangerous when they hit teams on the break with pace and you've got players like Harness... Williams, Curtis running amok, even Cannon getting involved. They cause teams problems at home. Teams come and set up a little bit more, as we know, at Fratton Park. And Pompey haven't managed to, to break that down yet. So perhaps 
at home, maybe you play a bit more of a traditional 4-4-2 with Harrison and, and Marquez maybe and just accept you're going to have a little bit less of the ball and try and hit them when it when it counts. Well, that's one for Kenny Jack to come up with. So, yeah, definitely the formation. Obviously, confidence and wins breed wins as always is something that Kenny Jack goes on about. And I think the players are just clicking as well a little bit more now. Callum Johnson starting to settle down. Sean Raggett, after the, another bit of an indifferent start, has settled down and barely put a foot wrong in the past few games, even though he's still... He's probably the boo boy now, isn't he, among fans? For that, that sort of... The limelight's gone off Lee Brown and Andy Cannon's has a bit of fizz that was lacking in the in the middle of the park instead of what Brim Morris was bringing to the team. So I think a combination of all those has been the, the remedy to the success. I was going to ask you about Andy Cannon. Is he key to this 4-4-2? I think his energy and what he brings, he he just brings something different to, to Brim Morris for me. I I think we touched on it a few weeks ago. You don't know whether Morris was playing under instructions under Kenny Jack or whether he wanted two dogs of war in there to break everything up and let the front four go and express themselves and give them a bit of a license. But now you've got Cannon in, he just seems to knit things together. He, he's energetic. He put his foot in, but he pops up in little pockets of space as well where he'll get the ball and he'll drive a players, more importantly, when he's on the ball. And that just gives Pompey that extra momentum to get forwards and get bodies forwards. And, yeah, he's definitely been key. And, uh, you know, when I, when I spoke to him in the summer for our pre-season magazine, he said, I don't want to be the easy option to drop anymore. I'm, I feel like I am when I get a run in the team. I want to make me place count. I want to be in a regular start. I'm 23, 24 now. I haven't come down here to be a, a bench warmer. I have to join him from Rochdale. I think he's starting to prove that now, Cannon. Right, okay. Sorry, I thought you were going to elaborate a little bit more there. I was, I was gearing up for chapter three of that answer there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, John Marquis then, he scored two against Lincoln. Um, he's he's bang on form at the minute. Lincoln's once top goal scorer. Um, I think it's six and six games as well. So Pompey are finally getting John Marquis at his best, it appears. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. When he arrives, we were all excited about it, weren't we? I don't think there were too many fans who thought that's a poor sign. And maybe there were a couple of worries how to fit him into Kenny Jackett's side, but that was Jackett's job to unlock the best out of him. 14 and 48 in his first season. Disappointing, wasn't he? Only eight goals in League One. Um, yeah, he just looked always a little bit isolated leading the line on his own for me when he was playing a 4 2 3 1. He never looked convincing. His holds up play weren't the best. He looked isolated, but now he's got more bodies around him. I think Pompey is obviously pressing higher a little bit. And he's, made, he's able to make his, his. He's always, for me, he's always had made, made good movements and he's always had chances on goal. And he, he, don't get me wrong, he missed a couple of chances. He still does that now, to be fair. He should have had an attic really at uh, at Lincoln. But he always makes good runs. His movement's superb, even despite him being in bad form. And I think now that he's got more bodies around him, you can hit those those runs a little bit more, as we've seen in 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 the Lincoln game. You know, the first goal, Williams picks it up, spins, picks out Harness, Harness sets him free, and it was a great little touch to bring it back and curl it home. And then the second one was an excellent ball from Harness. And Marquez gambled, split the two centre-halves and, and nodded it home. That's a sign of a striker who's in red off form, isn't it? Gambling and getting across the defenders, getting across the near post. So if, I, I, I do think it's definitely that, getting players in and around them and players who just want to 
get him on the ball. I think Pompey are really starting to appreciate how good of a goal scorer he is when you provide him with the ammunition. So if they keep doing that and Marcus keeps banging them in, you'd think that Pompey are going to be right up there this season if you can continue this form. Do you think that's the key this season to get the best out of John Marcus? And if John Marcus is bang on form, then Pompey do have the strike force, obviously with Harness and all up mm. there as well, to actually bang in the goals and get them right up there in promotion contention? Well, defensively, Pompey aren't doing a lot wrong lately, are they? Um, you know, the, the zeros and ones that Kenny Jackett has preached for his entire reign as Pompey manager, that's bearing fruits, bad Charlton game, it was obviously conceded too. Um so if you're providing that with the, you know, if you're giving them the bedrock of a def- solid defensively, if John Marcus is scoring, then you're going to win more games than you don't, don't you? If you're, cause if you're keeping clean sheets, conceding one goal, then you're going to win the majority of games. If not, you're going to draw them. So, yeah, if, if they can keep up this sort of goal scoring form, Harness as well, who's obviously banging them in, I think he's on seven for his own right, and Ron Curtis is... Starting to hit the back of the net now. Ryan Williams, you want to see him get on the score sheet, don't you? I think it's only a matter of time before he sort of likes to touch playing and it's the goal, it's the uh, the goal trail. So if those two can keep doing it consistently, then you've got Ellis Harrison to come in, even Hawula, Michael Jacobs to, to come back, and it's potent, isn't it? It's um, if you're a league one defender, you wouldn't fancy coming up against that. Yeah, why do you think it's taken so long for Kenny Jagger to recognize? the individual quality is harder and matching those together in that formation like I've seen people already saying imagine what we what could have happened if I had a play like this here against Oxford in the playoffs even yeah. last season specific games what has taken it so long for the, the penny to drop it's, it's <laughs> I'll put you in it there it? <laughs> I think obviously Kenny Jackett's always favoured a 4 2 3 one system in his career and it has worked Worked at Wolves, worked at Millwall. Let's not forget the previous season, 2018-19, it worked very well and they just missed out on promotion that season. And he's probably thinking, well, it's worked for me now, I'll, I'll try it again. John Marquez has probably got enough ability to start offering a little bit more up front and it just didn't click. And after it, maybe just four teams have worked us out now and I do need to change it. Would, would you have liked to have been? To have been a little bit more flexible earlier, definitely everyone's been crying out for Marquez to play up front with a hat with a, a partner, haven't they? Look, you can't go back on the past now. What's done is done. What it seems now is that Pompey have got a got the flexibility to to change things during matches. It's not just the formation; it's even just changing like Harness and Williams's positions. It seems like Kenny Jackett really is making Harness's talisman. He he wants to get Marcus Harness on the ball if he sees him being most effective on the right or in the 10 slash second striker I think it's more of a 4-4-1-1 than a 4-4-2 but anyway in a central role then he'll play him there so I think that's definitely definitely give Pompey a, a boost because Harness he's so talented isn't he all the players gush over him Ellis Harrison loves him Marcus Harness I mean sorry yeah, John Marcus after I spoke to him at Lincoln was saying that you see what he does every day in training that sentiment that I think every player echoes in in the Pompey squad so he is quite clearly the key to to getting Pompey promoted this season and you look at the rapport that Marcus has with James Coppinger at at Doncaster two two goals two assists from Harness on Tuesday night maybe there's a similar partnership that's being struck up here 
I know they play different positions and that has to be um, bared in mind, but do you feel Harness has been slightly unlucky not to not the accompany Ronan Curtis in the Republic of Ireland squad, but even taking his place in the Republic of Ireland squad? Undoubtedly, yeah. Um, if you look on the bare form, Marcus Harness has been in better form than Ronan Curtis this season. I think that even though he scored the other night, Curtis didn't have his best of games. I think a few of us agreed in the press box after the final whistle that although he scored, he didn't affect the game like we know we, that, that he can. Um, maybe Curtis is just in the team for continuity reasons at the minute. Stephen Kenny knows, well, he knows the squad. Stephen Kenny knows him from his time in the League of Ireland, managing the League of Ireland. And maybe that's why, and to be fair, he come on in the last game, didn't he, Curtis? And as it has a well saved, so he's shown a little bit there. He might have felt felt like he'd have been unlucky to have been dropped after coming on and, and making an impact. But Harness, yeah, definitely, definitely do think that um, he is unlucky. And if he keeps up this form, and all the understanding that Ireland are watching him, sniffing around him, and if he keeps up this form, then he'll definitely be definitely be breaking his way. But as you say, it's positions, isn't it? Curtis probably going as a left winger into the Ireland squad. Harness isn't a left winger. He's a striker slash a right winger, and does Stephen Kenny think he's got enough players who are playing above Harness at this moment in time? Probably yes, so he'll just have to bide his time, I think. But he needs to give him a reason not to, to pick him in the, yeah. next day, in the next call up in March. The thing is, Harness is playing regularly, he's scoring goals regularly. Where you have to, uh, without looking at the Republic of Ireland squad here in front of me, you wonder how many of those players are actually playing week in, week out, and scoring goals. But yeah. it's definitely something to keep an eye on then. Um, something else to keep an eye on obviously is Saturday Ipswich away in the FA Cup what's your thoughts on the FA Cup I admit, I'd rather probably be in league action this weekend again I agree I think with the Cup we know what kind of Jack's stance is it hasn't changed he always thinks that winning breeds confidence wins breeds wins but for me you've had your fun in the FA Cup now got to the fifth round last season you've had the fun in the Cup competitions you don't need it now. Fourth year in, in League One. Jacket's in the last year of his contract. He needs to probably go up to, to earn a new deal, let's face it. If it was me, I'd be going to Ipswich. Give a good account of yourself. Make changes. Go out. You know, Make sure you've got that Plymouth game but... in, in mind. Yeah, exactly. And I think if Pompey weren't playing West Ham next week, maybe Jacket would have made changes. But because they've got a free week, well, they'll have effectively nine nine days, won't they, between Ipswich and Plymouth. He might think that's ample time for his players to recover, so he might go out there and think, well, let's go and let's go win the tie. But at, at the same time, too, well, look at the injuries that they've been picking up in recent weeks. Jacobs, Watmore, Brown. Can he afford? Can he afford to get another injury? And don't forget, Ronan Curtis is going to be missing for that third Plymouth game as well. That's true. Yeah, but. You could get an injury any time, couldn't you? Anyone could pick up an injury in training. Like, you know, look what happened to Jack Watmore a few years ago in training with his knee. Joe Hancock, who we did a story with the other day, uh, about the other day, about his recovery. It was an innocuous injury in, in training. So, it can happen any time, can't it? Injuries, I don't think you can think like that all the time. But I agree, I agree. You look at that, you look at the uh, the treatment room now and that's three senior, three senior players, three starters who, who, who would be playing every week. Who are out at the minute? But then again, who do, who do you bring in? Do you bring in Morris? For, do you bring in Morris close? Otherwise, Harrison maybe for Marquez. There aren't too many changes you would make as well. Yeah, 
at the minute. So it is a difficult one. As you said, I think probably we've had the fun in the Cups now. Concentrate on the league. Let's get it out of the way. And if, if you want that carrot of a big Premier League tie away from home, well, you're not even going to get any gate revenue this season, are you? Yeah, you get yeah. the TV income and you get the prize money for the first two rounds. And yeah, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a boost to the coffers in... in Financial, financially difficult times, but is it going to make a huge difference at this stage in the season? Probably not. Pompey are hemorrhaging that much money now, that an extra 50 grand probably won't make an awful lot of difference, will it? So get out to the cup, that's what I'd like to see. I'm the same with you. Get out, put in a decent performance, make sure you don't get tonked at least and morale sapped, and then go on to, to Plymouth and give the kids a run out on Tuesday night as well. I think that's key. Don't let morale sap and don't give anybody um the ammunition to start criticizing mm. um for having the foresight to maybe think ahead to league games. Um that's always a risk, I suppose. Um Pompey end up getting beat by Ipswich on Saturday. If there is changes, you're automatically opening yourself up for criticism, aren't you? Well, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see that if you'd done a poll what fans would think. Should we stay or should we go out and you go there and you make changes and you got beat one nil. Then it's a win win, surely. If if fans seen the likes of Minoga playing and Hawula playing close, getting a run out and they got beat one nil, they put in a decent performance and Ipswich played a fairly strong side. Then surely that'd be a win win. If if the majority want to go out in the cup, you've given players game time. You've they've shown that they can do it if they need it in the league. And but as you say, if you go there and get beat four nil, then. Then the um, pitchfork starts to get sharpens again, don't they? Getting beat by a, a League One promotion rival. Yeah, People yeah. People are saying, oh, we're not going up this season. And it starts to turn a little bit when you've finally built a little bit, little bit of momentum and positivity. Yeah, definitely. Okay, then, so what gives a quick prediction then, even though we're not quite sure exactly what Kenny Jack is going to do, um, we all know, well, we're both in agreement that, yeah, it'd be nice for probably just to concentrate in the league this season. But go on, give us a prediction. Unfortunately, I, I think the Jackets will go fairly strong, and I think they do. I think they'll win. I think they'll eke out the win, to be honest with you. Right, okay. um, so I'll go for a, you know, I'll go for a, I'll go for a tight one nil win. I think it'll be the one of those sort of games where, don't get me wrong, both teams are going to be going for it, but it won't be as frenetic as a league game. Maybe I think. It's not the priority in players. They're not going to be not a hundred percent, but they, they just haven't got that extra boost of knowing it's a promotion game or that. I think I think both clubs will be similar. The Ipswich had an absolutely dreadful season. Let's face it, last season finished eleventh in the ends, which considering they were absolutely they were about eight points clear at the top at one point, it was absolutely awful, wasn't it for them? Aside, who should be in the championship, no doubt about it. So. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those sort of afternoons, but I think as you fancy Pompey to eke out a 1-0 win. A 1-0 victory. Happy days then. Okay, well, well, thank you for your time as usual. It's been a pleasure. And thank you all for listening and watching. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll see you all again then. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the Portsmouth News website for just £1 a month for the first three months for everything you need to know about Portsmouth and more.